forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with those sloppy seconds. The mystery edition. Hey, you fucks, you stupid little fucks, you sloppy little fucks, you dirty little fucks. Are you ready for a special mystery edition of Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball? Today, today, we're taking a deep dive into the mysteries of L.A. Pride. Spooky. Racist. Oh my God, racist. <laughs> uh, so, Meatball, this last week you have uh, started a new profession, which is private investigator. Baby, I'm a PI hunty. I'm out I'm here searching for the truth. So we wanted to take an episode um, to do what uh, we all do, uh, or, 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 or what the common narrative is these days. Use our platform. And I would like to use my platform in a way to, I guess, ask questions. Because right now there is no answer Mm -hmm. to what exactly Christopher Street West or L.A. Pride are. And also we wanted to get back to the real roots of this show, which, if you recall from the beginning, was always meant to be a a call-out podcast. podcast. (laughs) And baby, I got names. So, um, can I just give like the the briefest overview? Yes, yeah, some so, people. Yeah, because so last week I really did go off and I re-listened to it and I was like, I was kind of crazy, but we didn't no, really great. explain what we were. What do you mean it was great? I was literally screaming. Um, I love hearing you so impassioned. It's well, very I, today's going to be a very impassioned episode. But Dipper, explain what kind of happened with Pride. I'm going to go deeper into it, but just give a basic understanding. The overview is that obviously due to a global pandemic, uh, huge uh, uh, events like Pride parades and concerts uh, across the United States and across the world have been canceled or postponed because there is a pandemic. And so that was the case in Los Angeles. Shortly after protests uh, began to happen all over this country uh the la pride organization which i guess there and meatball will get into this uh is a nonprofit, maybe also known as christopher street west yes but on instagram and social media they're known as la pride la pride they posted something where they said on june 14th we are going to have a solidarity march in basically they what would have been the pride parade they said we are going to have a solidarity march in support of black lives matter and it quickly became apparent that they had not done any of the work around organizing it to reach out to pre-existing organizations black lives matter los angeles black lives matter in general and they basically that what it looked like and most likely what it is but you know we're just here to investigate was that they co-opted a movement so they could have their pride parade because they saw protests happening and they thought well people people are hitting the streets for the protests so people can hit the streets for this oh yep enter meatball enter the diva the queen (laughs) diva (laughs) 
okay, so I wrote out a little script, but it basically... Um, Let's hear I want to hear how you okay. write. So last week, LA Pride made a post that they were going to march in solidarity with the black community, which everyone was like, great. I was like, great. We all thought this is amazing. We've already talked about that. But upon further questions, no one there was able to answer these simple questions. What is the police involvement? Which mm-hmm. black community leaders would be involved? Was Black Lives Matter LA or Black Lives Matter at all involved? And would there be corporate sponsors? Pride did not respond to any of these. So I took it upon myself to try to contact them. But this is where stuff got very weird. So, And where were where were those questions being asked? Like a lot of people, a lot were, of people were asking these questions. So when that post first went out, there was an author, Brian Jensen. But he is on Twitter, and I reposted it. But I'll we'll, I'll post all this stuff. But he asked all these this list of questions two right. days after that they had made that post, and they still didn't answer. And that's when I came in last week and was screaming because it was like these aren't hard questions to answer. So I went yeah. to their I went to their website. I think we're gonna have to share a screen really quick. Okay, we just wanted to chime in really quickly. This is Big Dipper. And Meatball. And you're currently listening to us, but we're now sort of like 32 hours post-recording listening back. And we just wanted to reiterate that we are not... I am not a private investigator. That was a joke. We are not journalists. We are not CNN. This is all wild wild conjecture. conjecture. (laughs) (laughs) And... Listen, I think it's really good to be aware about what's going on in the world and make sure things are... Being held accountable for right. what things they'd say. Right. And, you know, if if something smells fishy, girl, it just might be. It might be fishy. But we have no tangible... We just want to reiterate that as you listen to the next 20 minutes of us <laughs> ranting about this, we have, we have no, no tangible facts. evidence, we have no, no facts. facts. All this is is just a, a series of events, and and we're explaining them as our opinion. That's Factually so, opinionated. So consider this one large-ass grain of salt that we are giving. And I am the saltiest grain of salt there is. <laughs> Great. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Slops. Get back. Let, now back to the message. Oh my gosh, a share screen. Okay. So the first thing that kind of, um, can you see my screen? I sure can. Right now, if you go to lapride.org, lapride.org, not lapride.com. Lapride.com is a porn site. Lapride.org. It You're tra- kidding. Way, it way, way, way. transfers you to the new all black lives matter thing that they started, which we'll get to in a minute, but their website doesn't exist. So I have a screen record of their website here that we're going to watch. Okay. So let me just say what I'm seeing. LA pride. It's just like um, our mission, our history. Got it. It's like just their regular platitudes of being a part of a community. And we're all gay, happy pride pictures of everybody, but here's the board of directors. Got it. Do you notice anything weird about this board of directors? As we're scrolling, just tell me what you see. So this is what... Let me just describe it for people. Essentially, we see photos of people, but uh, maybe with like eight of them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like a dozen. A dozen people, they just have fake 
they have like uh, drawings of profiles, but no actual photo. Do you? Is there anything else that you notice? Um, let's see about the you, color of all these people. I I I mean I, I'll see, say is, it because I'm black. There's only one black person here. I later found out that this person or whatever is black. And then look at this guy. Okay, here's where I have a problem with this guy. Look at him in the shawl collar. This picture better be taken from 2008 because that is unacceptable. <laughs> is fashion? A shawl collar? No, thank you. Okay, so over here is... Now I on- do want to say before, just it is it is a little listen. Now is a now is a good time to to be uh, thorough. It's also a little problematic to just look at people's photos and guess their race. True, maybe we'll cut that out. But it, <laughs> but I said we it don't on need the to last cut one. We don't need to cut it out. I'm saying from from what you're showing me from and the these images and what is available on their website. Or what was? I'm sure their website's gone now because they their don't want their board is majority me. white. It's majority white, or um, these stick or cut out figures. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Um, and so then I was like, okay, well, let me contact someone. So I go to the executive director. Her name is. I go. I go to her thing. Watch what happens when you click contact. Okay. What just happened? Nothing. It takes you back to the home. It takes you back to the homepage. Why aren't you allowed to contact? A pride organization. I don't know. I don't know. It happens anytime you try to contact any one of them. And then on top of that, this website pretty much only exists to take money. The only working functions of this website are to donate to it Uh and to act as a calendar. But you can't Uh contact them or do anything. That's like all this website is. And nowhere on the website is a printed email or contact. The only thing is a contact button and it takes you back to... It takes you to that. Or you can try to contact and it, it's one of those forms where it's like, email us at oh, this. And then I never got form. any emails back from anybody. Right. Interesting. So then... Um, gunk, gunk. Gunk, gunk. That's the first <laughs> thing that's weird. And then okay. I saw... Now just talking about... Here is her acting reel, and I just want to quick no, question. No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No, this I just want to know. Ex- no, 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 no. I just want to know. Here she is in a movie called Found. Do you know this woman? Hmm. Where were you last night, eight o'clock? Hmm. How much is it worth to you? How oh! much is it worth to you? I don't know. How much do whores cost? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, is that a wig? Is she wearing a wig? I don't know. I don't know. I That's don't bad. know. That was bad. But my question is, would you hire her? Okay. So, no, I would not hire her. I thought she was bad at acting. And um, the wig was bad, too. The wiggetry was bad, honey. Ha- so she's the executive director of LA Pride, but also then you found her acting real? Yeah. Well, I was trying to find any way to get in contact with these people. And I found out a lot of them are not or are actors. Mm. Act, well, everybody, everybody, everybody a has a dream, baby. Dream, baby. Yeah, you got. You can't live without a dream. So, um, I Instagrammed everybody. I couldn't find like none of them really messaged me. But then that permit, the police permit, came out. Okay, so just uh, you basically meatball uh, uh, was on social media, was DMing people. I even saw some screenshots, and they're not even worth sharing. But you got no. in. 
uh, communication with a couple people and tried to set up a phone call. And there was a lot of vague answers. No one at the organization was answering the very simple question of, which black community leaders have you spoken to? Correct. Have you contacted Black Lives Matter? Have you, like, like what is the plan? It, and all they were doing was being evasive and giving off a bunch of lip service. And so... So... Um, uh, uh, it, it also didn't you also tell me that you heard that no one that that Black Lives Matter Los Angeles was contacted and they yes, in fact the president of this pride thing I think is the correct way to say it um, told me that they had been in conversations with Black Lives Matters three days prior to the uh, posting of that thing right. um, in these, in our messages back and forth, he also gave me his phone number and has not answered the phone call once. I've called six times. I've given up. You've called six times. Well, I gave him. I told him. Yes, we've set up. I'm not two saying times. that's bad. I'm saying the fact that he hasn't answered six times. Yeah, and we've set up two times to call. And I also made a thing being like, why don't we have a Zoom call with the community so we can all talk about it? And he said, Yeah, sure, but now isn't speaking. So this permit comes out, which they, as a company or CSW asked for and in the permit it's basically here i'll read a portion of it because so instagram posts appeared and i saw the instagram posts from a person who works with la pride and the caption under the instagram post was essentially i'm so proud and i'm so excited that we are doing this march in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. And what did the permit say? It was essentially a letter to the police. It was a letter to the police that basically said uh, all this nonsense about how we love you. And then today our community stands in solidarity with Black Lives Matter and justice for George Floyd to denounce racial prejudice and injustice, police brutality against communities of color, intolerance and violence. We organize our community to come together peacefully. But then in the next paragraph down... Um, we've demonstrated a strong unified partnership with the law enforcement and annual organizations of pride here in Los Angeles. So basically they're saying we stand with the movement that is against police, but they love the police. The tone deafness. So, so the, if you are, and I've had a tiny, tiny taste of this in organizing when we did fruitcake last year, the like artists bazaar, uh, basically, I don't know why I called it bizarre. It's not a bizarre. It was bizarre. Uh, it's, it's a market. It's a marketplace. But it, you know, if you are if you are doing something in public space and you know, like the rules that exist, it's like, oh, oh, there's gonna be eight hundred people here, oh, there's gonna be ten thousand people here. You have to like submit, you get a permit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the permit, you know, like the city decides if you need like law enforcement there based on how many people, if you need the mm-hmm. fire department there, blah, blah, blah. You have to you have to submit your plan so they can see where the tents are gonna be set up so that there there's enough easement so people can leave if they need to, if there's an emergency. So LA Pride is used to funneling all that corporate money through the the city and submitting all of that and working with the police and including to the point where like the police and the mayor and all of them they march in the parade and people the majority of people who are aware of what the world is like don't like that the police are ever at these pride events ever but a lot of people who cheer just as loud for the wells fargo 
uh, float oh as they God. do for the police float, they don't get how fucked up it is, right? Yeah. So also, the fact that this organization was so tone deaf to send a permit and a letter basically doing business as usual, but just slapping a new name on the f- front of it is like one of the huge problems. Well, slapping a name of a, a, a organization that one doesn't wants to defund the police is against police brutality and stands for the black community being left alone by police and like bringing up their voices. They decided to say, Hey, we love the police. Let's right. do this. And they use the name black lives matter in this permit request which council member lauren meester of weho council said they do not need a permit to protest however road closures stages amplified sound and all fall under special event permits so that is the gag and i was having this never needed a permit to begin with but they applied for a permit using black lives matter as the excuse which Black Lives Matter holds these marches without using permits. Gung gung. Gung gung. Okay, okay, hi, hi, hi. It's me, Meatball again. And I'm, yes, Big Dipper here. Hi. And we just want to reiterate one more time that we are right. not journalists. Right. You listen to us for entertainment. This and is entertaining for we, us to yeah. do. And sometimes we have tea and gossip and and all all the the hottest news off the social media yes mama the hot tea gossip mama off the social media's mama honey mama (laughs) but also this all could just be us putting one thing together with the next thing and leading to a logical conclusion but who knows if that's real yes we're just giving you information as it happened and you can conclude what you want from our opinions and in this moment, it's Wednesday or Thursday, and who knows what it'll be like on Friday when this episode comes out. They've already removed names off the website, and who? what's going on? Okay. <laughs> so just stay tuned and keep that in mind. <laughs> Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, Dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor Meals, I'm like, oh baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet 
gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppysecconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. That is the ultimate gag. And that is the like blindness of white privilege and the blind where they go like, oh, we, we we're going to support a movement. We're going to we're going to do the thing. Let's do it and include the police. Like, yeah, it, it is so antithetical to the idea of the movement and it is tone deaf and it is stupid. And I I know that there is so much twisted corruption and evilness out in the world. I love to believe that people are good hearted and just dumb and ignorant, but this is so dumb and such a misstep. It just feels, it it just feels mind boggling. It's really, yeah. It's just like all of the signs were there to not do it and they still did it. And then after they did it, they posted another post saying something about we're listening to the community we're meeting with black uh members we're going to speak to black lives matter which at this point a representative of black lives matter says they have still never been spoken to that Um, is the gag that's the hard gag honey so then they're posting all this stuff i go looking through the comments of it being like this is weird like there's all these a lot of the people that are board members had messaged me back finally at this point saying like, this is just standard fare. We didn't know it was going to be offensive. We always do this. Like we always submit a permit. Um, and so I see name on this new thing that they've posted. Okay. What, um, and, and tell me what the new thing is. This got, this got posted yesterday. Wait, no, this before, is, sorry. I was going to say, before we get into the new thing, I want to see these tax records you put up here. Oh, I was also saying that um, L.A. Pride kind of has like a long-standing relationship with police. This organization has been under fire in the past for mismanaging funds for... Oh, really? um, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They've had like a lot of bullshit with like... like this. The the idea of mismanaging funds, the idea of it becoming... Of like operating almost as a for-profit with the person in charge making like a ton of money, like six figures. See now, all all the history that I had found was just like in 2019, the police came in riot gear because people were waiting in line with their money, like with their tickets to get in, but they oversold. So the police kicked them all out and was like, and LA pride was like, come back tomorrow. And they all came back and people still couldn't get in. And LA pride was like, we'll refund you your money. And apparently no one got refunded. Right. Um, could a park, that's what happened. They, the park, the park was under um the park was under construction and so they only had 
a fraction of the space that they sold tickets for. Well, that's what I heard, but I also heard that the LA Pacific Design Center donated their like front fountain area, that whole area, to the parade, and that the parade opted to not use it. <laughs> well, girl, this whole thing is messy. So uh, we we dug through we dug through these tax forms. Mess. Their their social media posts where they didn't have anything set in place to back up what they were saying. Mess. Their website contact the way you can contact them, how you can reach out to them. Mess. So, so what? Where so are we at? Where now? are we at now? Is they posted another statement that didn't really say anything, but they slapped two people's names on it. Uh. Um, who's acting real? I also put here in the document. No, if you not they're acting it. real. It's a, it's a quick thirty seconds. It's really cute. It's about mashed potatoes. I think it took place on a porn set, but that's alleged. Then they post another thing that has nothing, no answer, still saying like we're working on it, we're working on it. But I was going through the comments, and somebody on there was being really, really, uh, I don't know, k- kind of all lives mattery, kind of. Asking questions like, yeah, but if the police aren't there, who's going to check people's bags? If the police aren't there, who's going to protect people? Uh, He also at one point was saying something along the lines of like, the police have been around since the 1700s. I I have screenshots of all of them, and I'm glad I got them. (laughs) If you go look at who the picture of the guy, Uh it's our good friend, Shaw Collar. So then he's writing and I write a pointed statement and he says, I, the, I agree with that 100%, but the views above are from the organization and I am not part of that. And then I was like, wait, you are on the board. And then he went and deleted all of his white lives mattery boot licking comments. Whoa. Off of all of and the guy who initially posted the letter saying, we no. want to cooperate with. No, the no, 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 not. That's not is just a board member okay who was acting like he wasn't and was saying a bunch of stuff so all i'm saying is uh, the people on the board don't give a fuck no one cares all that ended up happening was we fought we fought we fought i love that you refuse to learn anyone's actual name (laughs) nah so gerald garth like the garth guy well okay (laughs) the one black person there and pictured Gerald Garth is now in charge of it, and they've added a bunch of people, but they've made a new Instagram called All Black Lives Matter. Okay. So it's the same march, but it seems like it's still the same people. It seems like it's a splinter of the L.A. Pride because L.A. Pride didn't want to say Black Lives Matter. They now made this new group of black leaders. So the big big fuck-up here is, I mean, there are a lot of fuck-ups here, but from an outside standpoint... If you're listening to this and you're at all like, I don't understand what the deal is. Literally, the the point of what should have happened was the L.A. Pride board should have said, you know what? We can mobilize and we can use our name. So let's contact Black Lives Matter. Let's let them know we are here if you need us. Let us know what you need. And that's it. That's all. That's it. Because Black Lives Matter in Los Angeles is leading Black Lives Matter in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. You don't need to co-opt it and lead it yourself. If you say to them, listen, we really want to take to the streets. We have a big thing. We can say LA Pride is doing this and you really want to do it. 
then great, you can do it, but you have to include these people. And if you don't include these people, you have to uh, make that apparent to people. You cannot lie and say, oh, we talked to this organization. Oh, we're interacting with them. Oh, we, we're, we have an advisory board. All of that was bullshit, and it all came to bite you in the ass because you were doing the wrong thing. And okay. something I've learned is that impact outweighs intention all the time. All the time. I do not even believe that their intention was pure. It seems like their intention was just to have a pride parade. Was to have was hey, all those people are out there protesting. Why can't me and my gay friends go party? Yeah. So now there's this weirdly problematic a uh, new organization called All, All Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter, Matter, which sounds psychotic. I, I mean, what were they thinking? Like, truly, it should just... Well, it shouldn't like, exist. It shouldn't exist. Why, like, And they're saying they... that one person on the board of, that, of this new group is part of Black Lives Matter, but if you go look up and Black Lives Matter, there's no connection. So how many people, they, they released like a letter and it was signed by a bunch of people. Is that the vibe? Yes. It's signed by like six black people. It's the six people that are now on the board of this All Black Lives Matter. And were they previously on this Christopher Street West, a.k.a. L.A. Pride board? And I think is his name. The t- okay. first two names were on the other thing. So, so they're making it seem like we helped create this thing, but it feels like it's just CSW in disguise. Well, Diva. Just one, one okay, more time. Hey, just one this more time. One more time. Just Wild one more time. conjecture. This is just. Just remember, this is not news. It's just Meatball being petty. You know, it's just I I saw I saw a string of events. You know. All right, let's get back to yeah. it. It could be A plus B, and that does equal C. But you know what A plus B doesn't equal? A B L M. So what I'm asking and what I'm positing is. Do we forgive the behavior because this seems like a step forward? It is a it is a group of black people now in charge of this pride or in charge of the solidarity march, but they're still not the Black Lives Matter group and they're still associated with CSW. Well, that's interesting because you and I had this conversation because I attended um uh, a march over the weekend in my neighborhood, which I was really excited about because I was excited that you know, it was happening right where I live. And it was a predominantly white march. Mm-hmm. Um, it was organized by an Instagram account that has like 700 followers. It's a young man who like takes donations and buys supplies and hands out um, hygiene and food to home- people living on the street. Good. And uh, he organized a march in the neighborhood and there were so many people there i didn't see a single police officer and so it felt great that that the movement is not dependent on just one organization happening but at the same time the more you splinter the movement the more it dilutes Mm -hmm. the message and then things get messy at some point we were i think i was saying this to you that we were 
we were participating in a lot of chants, similar ones that you hear oh, across yeah. the board. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, people started saying, fuck Donald Trump. And I was like, yes, fuck Donald Trump. But the, fuck Donald Trump is not necessarily the the reason we are here. Yeah. It is a part of it and a true statement, but it's not necessarily the reason we are here. And then people started ch- chanting, who's got the power We've, We've got, got the, the power. power. And I looked around and everyone chanting were was white, white people. people. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have a similar experience? I had a response? very similar experience. I went to a non-Black Lives Matter organized uh, march and it was an anti-fascist march. Come on, Antifa. So I, one, didn't realize that Antifa was real. I just thought that was something that we uh, were being... They called us to make fun of us. They're real. Um, and they were marching and they were constantly like, fuck Trump, fuck this, fuck this. But there was a couple times where they'd be like, all right, after me, say enough is enough. And so they would be like, George Floyd. And we'd all go, George Floyd. And then they'd be like, uh, fuck the police. Enough is enough. White power. And I just, for some reason, was just like, white power, white power. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, what is happening we have to she got leave. to go she got, she got to, go. to go she tricked me but yeah i don't know i just think uh these you're right in that the more that these things splinter off the less the message is seen and we've been seeing some uh, some cities reacting to these marches um i was a part of that huge one that was like over ten thousand people on sunday that was amazing to be a part of oh in hollywood yeah, but I feel like I'm I heard there were 20,000. That's what there. I heard, too. But I've only seen the number 10,000 places. Okay. So I don't want to like, you know me, I'm one for facts. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at a three page outline that you did as a private investigator. Yeah. So if. Yeah. Listen, here's here's the, here's here's tea on this, Malma. Uh, we will gladly be proven wrong. We will gladly listen. Uh, but we're trying to call out bullshit where we see it. And this whole scenario smelt a little funky. It smells and what we are, funky. What we are not trying to do is discourage people from taking to the streets. What we are not trying to do is uh, discourage alliances between marginalized groups. Correct. Um, like queer people need to be marching for Black Lives Matter. Yes. That is very And I apparent. think that that idea is, the, is solid. Everyone needs to come together for this, but what what felt weird about it is that it felt like a stunt and i'm not saying to not go this sunday because it seems like they've built up a new thing i guess i'll go i don't know if i should go i want to be a part of that community that i know will be there but i don't want to be a part of the group that's putting it on and i don't want to say that i support them without further information or talking to them and guess what we live in such a racist white centered society that it should come as no as shock to you that the black lives matter movement is not only being co-opted, but also being whitewashed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the tea on that. Boom, boom. Gun, gun. We'll be right back after this. Break. Sorry, I'm just like still so heated because now I'm like they covered their ass in a way, but it's still like 
You're but still, literally, it's still the why same not group just like people? have a Zoom meeting and like get out there publicly and be like, here's what's up. We like fucked up. We did this thing because we were so used to doing it with the police, but we didn't realize it for a protest. Yes. We've never thrown a protest. We throw events. We've t- done a hundred missteps, but what we want to do is support Black Lives Matter and we have a community that can do it. Like and just that, do that. That is exce- like, I respect that saying, you know what? We were uninformed. We didn't know. We've learned now. We listened. Let's make a change. But instead, having LA Pride and CSW stand behind Black Lives Matter, they've made a separate group. And so now LA Pride will not. It's I don't know. It just feels like now you've just taken your name off it and taken a step back because you feel like you did too much wrong. Yeah, girl, it's messy. Mm hmm. And we're back. Wow. I'm so excited that you had. um like a full uh, uh, Olivia Benson moment. Yes, it's because I have not left. I haven't been in an airport in seventy days, so I don't know what to do with myself. You know what I mean? Is the airport? I thought the airport is when you ate too much food, uh, drank in the morning after being hungover, and then get on a flight and just fart. Yeah, but I got to get there, too. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I got to get to my point. So so, so just sometimes flying, I didn't realize that I missed flying as much as I complained about it. Because, baby, it meant that I got to get to a different city and hang out for a weekend. I know. Like, going to the airport so much for gigs was often annoying. Mm -hmm. But it really became part of my life. Like, Like, my family would be like, wait, how much do you fly? And I'm like, well, over the summer maybe eight trips a month if not more and just regularly like bare minimum i'm on the road once a month if not twice or three times yeah i was like i was leaving i was flying out of here almost every weekend at least at the least two weekends a month and also there was times where i was like flying to the uk and turning around and flying back in like 48 hours like i just felt like i liked having all that busy rushing getting things done feeling and now it's just like i'm home well and i always used flights for reset i know we, we may have talked about this before but i know you would always love to get um uh oh by the way guys we don't have a guest this week it's oh, just, yeah, us. just us we just wanted to have some chit chat um and obviously do our well, true also, crime I and mean, do our true crime podcast. and do our true crime podcast but also i feel like it's just a time where like no matter who you're trying to talk to it's just hard to be funny right i did a i want to say what i was going to say about flying which is you um you always like pay for the internet and you're like, let's do it. Let's do Instagram stuff. Let's do Twitter stuff. Let's do Facebook stuff. Let's I start a fight. L- love turning off my phone. I love watching an in-flight movie. I love getting landing in a city and turning on my data and seeing all these things and responding to people. Oh, sorry. I was in the air for four hours. Couldn't respond. Like I'm <laughs> such a, like my vibe is like, bitch, we are up in the sky hurling through the air on like, like a metal hunk of garbage. Exactly. Like that, if it starts going down, I want the people to know. No, I, I want. If it started going separate. down, I would fully start a live stream or try to post a selfie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get it going while it's happening. That hopefully by the time it, the plane crashes or we get low enough that it has signal, it'll post. I'm like scrolling slowly, and then I see an alert that says like meatballs going live, and I roll my eyes and click on it, and you're going, "We're going down." <laughs> 
Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, I was doing an interview. Uh, I think it'll come out this coming Monday, but with Larry Flick on Sirius. Oh, Larry. Larry, who's great and so supportive and really awesome. And he was like, let's talk about your new EP. And I was like, um, yeah, sure. But what's important about Black Lives Matter and the movement that we're having, <laughs> like, I, I couldn't pivot to self-promotion, which, listen... Fatigue is a thing, right? Like, literally, people are, it's already happening. People are trickling back to the selfies. And the thing is, is like, there's a really fine line to walk. The hope is that in this moment, people understand that change doesn't happen overnight, Mm -hmm. that it takes like big fights and big movements take consistent pressure and change to move forward. And um, I've also seen a lot of posts about, you know, you have to rest and you have to take care of yourself in order to push for change. I think that is way more true, obviously for black folks and people of color than it is for white people who, um, you know, live in a privileged state and like over the last week was like, oh, wow, the world really is fucked up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they're like, I'm tired from all this thinking for one week. Yeah. You know, and I shared that thing on my Instagram that's like, it's a privilege to have to learn about racism rather than experiencing it. And um, I, I, I just fear about the idea of fatigue, but also as artists, like, we express ourselves and we process what's happening in the world through making stuff and through putting stuff out into the world. And so you also still need to be able to like celebrate the work that you do and use, what are we using? Our platform. Our platform, honey. I want to use this voice to make sure these little faggots are doing it right. Right. Look how pale the underside of my arm is. Well, Half white. You don't go outside much. Speaking of going outside, we do have a letter I wanted to read you in response to your trip to Los Angeles National Park. Uh huh. When you tried to get it on up against a rock because yeah. all you had was shrubbery. All we had was the shrubs, honey. I forgot that I told that. This is from Cece. My friend and her man were hiking in the Santa Monta Mountains and spotted a large grassy area off the path they felt sure was private enough, and further, they felt the path was lightly traveled. Uh, Was lightly traveled enough in general, and so felt safe in deciding to fuck in the small grassy area. Good for them! He laid down, and she straddled him and got to it. After a minute, they heard the unmistakable sound of a couple different people loudly clearing their throats (laughs) and someone saying, oh, hey, hey, hi. And they turned and saw that indeed the small grassy area was not at all private enough and that two people were about to walk past them in full view of everything that was happening. They scrambled to collect themselves and mumble apologies as the other two quickly moved past them. The best part is that even though they waited what they thought was enough time to let the couple keep going on ahead of them, because of the turnbacks along the hike, they kept seeing the same couple over and over again on the rest of the hike. The end. Well, just as I thought, horny. (laughs) Just as I thought. Sex in a grassy patch. But here's the thing. Don't, wouldn't you want to like avoid big old grassy patch? Like I, in my mind, it's like, I want bushes on all four sides. 
When you have you ever gone cruising in Elysium Park? No. When you go Wait, up there, where? At the cruising spot in Elysian Park. There's a cruising sp- where? Girl, it is the I spot ride, in no, Los Angeles. I ride my motorcycle through there constantly. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, oh, and I everyone, th- everyone thinks over. you're some daddy. Rum, rum, rum. And then oh. you get off and you're like, uh, ah, <laughs> my dick. <laughs> oh, Want these my. cummies. See, but I've been saying Elysian Park because me and Michael were talking about it, and he thinks Griffith Park would be better. And I was like, no, Griffith Park no. has like a playground and kids. And I was like, Elysian Park has like weird, there's literal trails that I don't know are trails because people just pop out of bushes. When you go up and through, there's like a, there's a patch on the top of a hill that has like a cul-de-sac that has cars parked all along. I know exactly what you're talking it. about. That's like the high, that's the peak point. That's where I go. I ride up and whip around and go flying down that hill. And you don't see that the people parked in those cars are all men looking at you waiting. And if you park your motorcycle and walk down and around, there are guys sitting in the middle of the forest on a makeshift bench just taking in the view, but they're literally waiting for someone to come to suck their dick. I girl dying. And it's full of big bushes that you well, can okay, go here's the inside thing, I of. Didn't, okay, well, that's great to know. But I have never walked down that path or done any of... You know what I mean? I just... Dr- like, I ride my motorcycle up. And I have noticed... I was like, why are all these guys just cleaning their cars up here? But I No, figured, they're waiting. They're okay, but here's, Okay, but you know what's even crazier is that in my head, I was like, they probably are telling their wives they're at work and they're just finding something to do. Because there are... You are correct. Throughout that park, just... Tons of cars just parked there with people in them, and I never the, yeah, even thought they didn't. They, they they're not wait, finding something to do because they're bored. They're trying to have sex with a man because they have a wife at home. Oh my god! Do you ever think about how much trauma is ingrained in so much gay sex? I mean, there we, must be a lot that we seek, have to go out to the bushes and seek strangers to do it with. And we seek out danger because we were raised. I mean, here's some psychology. You know, you might be a private eye, but I, I guess, am a psychotherapist. All right. Um, we were, we're raised, pivoting the podcast. We're pivoting the podcast. It once was a call out podcast, then it was entertainment, and now it's um, I am Ayanla, and I'm going to fix your life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it it like growing up and understanding the idea of HIV and AIDS. When I identified as being gay, there was definitely a part of my brain that was like, I will die yes. from AIDS. I will have sex that will lead to me being HIV positive. That is a guarantee narrative in my life. And not knowing about being positive at such a young age, I thought it was a death sentence. I And did too. that sort of inherent thing of like, well... If you die from having gay sex, that means gay sex is bad. So then you have to participate it, participate in it in like a dangerous way or an illegal way. Literally, that it's a general practice to cruise in a park, but that's having public sex. That if you get caught, makes you a sex offender. The system set up against us. Honey, that's a gag. I mean, I do remember the first time I had sex, um, and I my initial thoughts were, 
Well, first I took like a Silkwood shower. I'm talking I scrubbed my body raw because I thought I was Was this when you went to the hotel and the man had all that iced tea in the cooler? No. (laughs) But I also took a Wait, and now you drink so much iced tea. Remember he had a trauma. (laughs) It's the trauma, mama. Now I drink a gallon of iced tea because I just can't stop thinking about it. No, but Ah! I remember. I remember like being like, well, I have AIDS now and I will die. And that's just how this is going to go. Like I was like, I'm 13 and I have AIDS and I might as well have just like fully believed it and started telling people because I was, I was like, I'm going to die. And I, and I spent a couple hours like crying, trying to figure out how to explain to my mom that I had AIDS. I mean, and and that you just like carry that around with you. Mm. Girl. Anyway, you, well, I'm gonna you, tell Michael, but I, now, but see, here's the thing: is I don't want to go there now and be messing around in the bushes and just see like a quick little, you know what I mean? Just like a little peek around a tree. I don't need someone who, watching me. Well, you said you wanted to have public sex. Yeah, but the thrill is not getting caught. If I go to a place where everyone's having public sex, they're probably gonna uh, try to join in. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I want to play you a voicemail, an un, uh, what we haven't listened to it, an unscreened, a non-screened, uncalled. All right, let's see. Uh, thank you for calling in. Our phone number for the voicemails is two one three five eight nine two one three seven. Is that it? No, no two one three. Five three six nine one eight zero. Oh god. We could just sing any number. Four eight two. No, stop. People need to hear the two one. It's two one three. No. Five three six. Too much nine one eight zero. Or one eight hundred wicked. <laughs> With a T, because I don't want to get sued. Wicked. Okay. Here we voicemail. Hello, you sexy fuck. Oh. So my story isn't gross or anything. Uh, I just wanted to know if you guys have ever heard of something like that. So I'm 28, and uh, I've almost been exclusively a top since. Nikki doll. And uh, my cum shots have always been sort of, like, underwhelming and, like, super dense and just, like, dripping down my dick, sort of. Like, I very rarely shoot. Um, but so... My resolution in 2019 was to learn how to get fucked and uh, live my best come dump life. Oh. Turns out that was successful. So this last October, I hooked up with this guy from Berlin. The dick was really good. But here's the thing. When he was fucking me, I came and it was explosive. Like I shot all over the place. There was so much of it. It was amazing. And I just assumed that it was because like his dick was heading the right spot. But the following day when I jerked off, my cum shots was just as explosive. And all my cum shots have been this way since. Um, so did he rearrange something in yeah. me? Did he unlock something? So I want to know if you guys have ever heard of something like that. Uh, but And by the way, I obviously added him to my favorites on Render. It turns out we've been dating since. When you find a dick like that, like you can't, you can't let it go. So, uh, thank you. Love. I've never heard of anything like that, but I I could believe that maybe, like, once your prostate gets stimulated in a specific way, it decides that it likes that. 
forever. Now it's going to shoot like that. Now I just want to say thank you, Nikki Doll, for calling in. Uh, <laughs> you girl, didn't have a great run on Drag Race, but you, you're doing great with your butt now. You're shooting big cum loads now. That is fascinating. I, I mean, I bet, I mean, totally. That that makes sense to me. Um, I think our bodies are like, you know, here, I'm going to be a psychologist. I think our do, bodies do, do. are like video games and you uh-huh. know you can unlock different levels and you know so y- if you stretch a lot then you unlock the flexibility level so what's and your so- bottom level you're a bottom <laughs> zero i'm a bottom zero but i told you i did put a toy at my butt the other day it was a my giddy the other day that was a year ago no we- no no, no. During, that was when during- we used to meet up in a studio and hang out and talk <laughs> No, it was it was it was like like three weeks ago. Why you were just bored? Oh, I know you are because you can't fuck. But I'm having the motivation to try to like get my butt into playing form shop into shape in, into shit shop shape. <laughs> you know my butt, the shit shop. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, anyways, I I there was a moment when I was like, you know what? Now feels like a time in which I could put something on my butt, and so I did, and uh, it was very pleasurable and enjoyable. So, shout out to butt play. But I think we can unlock different abilities in our bodies. Like, for instance, aren't you working on doing the splits, Meatball? Oh, I I guess I was. <laughs> Just kidding. Listen, no, no, I was like Tony. T- yeah, Tony Soto's to working on the splits, but then he got depressed and stopped. So uh, he owes me a hundred dollars. Easy to get depressed over forty. True. Okay, Meatball, you want to? Should we do one more voicemail? Is that yeah, what you wanted? But you got to do we'll, it because it'll ruin my computer if I try to do it. Or it'll ruin right. your computer. Did I ever okay. tell you about the time I scammed Apple into giving me a free new computer? Wait, no. We you update the listeners because like what, a month ago your computer just fried out? It fried out because there's some sort of issue with uh Premiere Plus and the new Apple iOS where Girl. if you try to do something in Premiere, it just kind of like locks it up. Anyway, it fell apart and um I just acted really fucking gay and like I couldn't handle it and they basically just sent me a new computer, but it's but it's my old computer with a new computer inside. No, you acted gay? So yeah, I was like, listen, thing? Diva, I don't know what to do. I'm like, don't know anything about emails or anything. And it's, I'm sorry, <laughs> it just won't work. And it's like, anytime I try to do this thing, it shuts down and it glitches. And there's this red apple that shows up and I don't know what to do. And then you just drank your iced coffee and they were like, wow, you're so gay. We, we must give you a it. new computer. Well, I felt like the the person I was speaking to was gay. So it like, you know. Ah, so you were like, Diva, what am I gonna do? <laughs> okay, we're gonna end the show, but first we're gonna give you one last good voicemail. Listen, uh, I will say this: I love Zoom because we have been able to get some guests that otherwise we wouldn't get. Because often we have to, if people are out of town, we have to wait till they're in LA. We have to line up the schedule, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, so it's been, mm-hmm. it's been cool to have Zoom. Um, to get people like Shea Coulee and Tender Run, you know, like people who don't live here. Yeah. But it does sort of like fuck up the energy because we have to like talk over one another. And then pause to wait for like a minor delay. Right. And so I was really happy to just have this episode just with yeah. you. And, and you guys feel free to send us messages or call in and let us know what guests that you'd like us to reach out to. Yeah. 
because and there's only a small list of people who refuse because of Meatball, but the rest of people are like really open to being on the show. That small list can be found at LAPride.org under the board <laughs> member. And Leslie Jordan. And, oh, polite- yeah, Leslie Jordan! <laughs> politely declined. declined. Because of international interests. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to be doing some mainstream media. Well, shit. Okay. Whatever. Are you going to play a phone call? Oh, right. I thought we were ending and then I forgot. Okay, so we're uh, happy to have Oprah on the show. No, yeah, we have Oprah next week. Should we even do another phone call? Yeah, here. I'll just do one more. So here's one more. We haven't listened to it at all. Let's see what they've got Hi, to say. Hi, Big Debris. Hi, Big Debris Meatball. Huge fan of the pod. Also a fan of the daddies. Um... So this happened to me when I was in high school several years ago. Um, I was probably 16 and um, at a club very illegally. And I met a guy who told me he was about 36. Turns out he was actually somewhere around 45 or something. Anyway, we go back to his house. Um, We're hooking up. Everything's going really well and having a good time. He's having a good time. Um, And I end up topping him, which was kind of something newish for me. Um, Anyway, uh, I end up spending the night. And when I get up the next morning in the uh, cold light of day, I get dressed and go out into the living room of this kind of not very um, furnished apartment and I see oh. some photos on a table, and as I'm looking at them, I realize that in one of the photos is this gentleman that I've just spent the evening with, as well as somebody that I go to high school with who oh. was a regular homophobic a-hole in my school that made fun of the gay kids there. And so I then looked at some other pictures and realized that I had just spend the night with and fucked one of my like homophobic aggressors at school's dad. So uh, yeah, that was a really, really great moment for me. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, keep up slinging those sloppy things to us. Thanks. Yes. yes. Okay, wait. Now this brings up a question for me to you. Have you ever hooked up with someone that you know's dad? Not like a friend, just someone that you know. Or were aware of their child? No, I've definitely hooked up with dads. Like, definitely hooked up with people who have children. But Mm -hmm. I haven't never known the person whose father it was. I almost did. You did? No, I almost did. But what were you going to say? I was just going to say, you know how, like... um, you know, especially in high school, like kids go back and forth and bullies and then people say like your mother or whatever. Uh, and this is like and I've even heard say like, like, uh, uh, you know, like what? Like, oh, we know you're gay. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, your dad would know because like whatever. Like, yeah, he now has the ammunition to be like, well, your dad uh, would know. Yeah. Or like, um. You know, like, don't talk to me when I still have your dad's dick on my breath. Or yeah, like, whatever, that's what I was like that. Say. <laughs> was I'm like, like, girl, you could have dra-. because the gag is is like she was homophobic and like a bully, but like if they're in an unfurnished apartment, like that dad is on the DL. Uh huh. Or maybe he just left the family because he oh, came out. A divorced dad. You could always be like, at least my parents are still together. Ew, not even that. That's rude. 
Well, not okay. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, fuck you if your parents are divorced. You trash ass people. No, no, no. I hate divorced kids. They weird as fuck. I'm just kidding. That's coming oh from a child God. who doesn't have parents. <laughs> you do have parents. They love yeah. you so much. They paid for you. They did. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, Black Lives Matter defund the police. Thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. It's been such an honor to be talking to all of you. That's correct. What an honor it is. And Meatball, thank you for your investigative journalism. Yeah, we'll see if it turns out. We might need to re-record an episode. (laughs) This episode is actually 12 minutes and no one knows what we're talking about. Exactly. Uh, Okay, so you... Thanks for listening. You can subscribe if you are uh, just discovering us. Oh, and Stitcher put together like a pride playlist of all the podcasts and we're on it. Yay. I did see that. That's very exciting. Yeah. So if you uh, use Stitcher to listen to podcasts, shout out to that. And we're on a list of like a bunch of fun queer podcasts this month uh, for, for pride stuff. Yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, I hope uh, everyone has a wonderful pride and remembers black lives matter divas. Yes. And me, Paul, I think you posted uh, this, but I think this is like an important meme. Obviously, we only communicate in memes these days. But um, the Birmingham movement lasted 37 days. The Freedom Rides lasted seven months. The Greensboro sit-ins lasted six months. The Montgomery bus boycott lasted 382 days. So we are a week in to the largest civil um, rights movement in history. Well, and also the largest uh, uh, visibility of the Black Lives Matter movement, which Mm -hmm. has been going on for years. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we are only like a week and some change in. So so don't get tired now. They've made a couple changes, but nothing that's actually real. You know, it's just enough stuff to like quiet the noise but we need to keep on speaking our voices still need to be heard and we need to stand up for the black community and don't get duped by that eight can wait bullshit that is some insider baseball of them trying to pretend reform is something that can happen yeah no we've defunded schools we've defunded local city governments easily we've defunded a lot of things But they're acting like defunding the police means that we're just trying to take them away and do stuff. We're trying to slowly get rid of parts of the police department that don't need to be there. And then eventually all of the police. And then we will find a new system. But you can't say there isn't going to be one. There will be one. There will be a governing body. Okay, you know what? I don't need to get into this. Girl, New Zealand. They took away those guns. She cracked down on coronavirus. But could, you that- Im- could you imagine if we took Americans' guns away? It would start a war. They would be out protesting harder than than the Black Lives Matter movement would if we said no guns on the street, no guns on the cops, putting the guns away. Because the NRA and people who own guns in middle America are wild. Girl. Yeah, don't get tired. Don't get tired because we just started. Bye. <laughs> doodly do Forever dog. <laughs> Sloppy Seconds is a forever dog podcast. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our cover art was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.